0: they tried to make me go to rehab i said no no
1: no yes i've been black but when i come back no 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 i ain't got the time and if my daddy thinks i'm fine they try to make me go to rehab. all right welcome back new river valley this is mark tap with keith welton's you're listening to am hodgepodge and as we promised earlier in the show we've got uh, guest actually two guests representing one thing yeah <laughs> the same thing <laughs> the same thing yeah so and they're the term offenders. same but different we've does that apply uh yeah okay we've had him here a couple times for a couple different reasons yeah uh i think we talked about some film regulars yeah mm. talking about <laughs> horses yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's uh, why i ended uh, with the last one there yeah. yeah yeah
2: and now we're moving on to wine see
1: i missed that that was clever <laughs> Yeah. Did you catch why I played that song? It's Wine Time? Wine House. Winehouse. Yeah. Amy <laughs> <Andy> Winehouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thinker. <laughs> yeah. I'll come up with something else later too. Oh,
2: <laughs> <okay>.
1: <laughs> Good. All so right. is uh she's passed, deceased, right? She has, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she was she was very talented. And troubled. Yeah. Which is not unusual in the art world. Yeah, unfortunately, I yeah. guess you just get so so in into it that
0: sometimes it's hard to pull or accept reality, yeah. particularly when you become famous. Yeah, and yeah. that's not what you originally uh, used to. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Keith Wellness, and that's Mark Tap. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. We're in our second segment. If you missed the first, have no fear. Go to AM Hodgepodge dot com it's right there you can also go to spotify itunes and we have a facebook page
1: mm. wow. the friend what is it the friendship generator the electric friendship generator <laughs> yeah. yeah friend finder <laughs> yeah.
0: That's a new one. yeah that's uh that's uh, <laughs> i stole that from rick i think that was the original ad, uh must have been the original ad or someone just played on it yeah, yeah. i don't know it's pretty clever though yeah friendship generator <laughs> yeah so with that being said, we'll go ahead and bring in our guests. And as you said, Mark, they're not they're not new. And I kind of brought that up in the first segment. We've known them for quite some time, and we've been able to uh, see not only um, I, I, I will, I'll be honest, the popularity of your product uh, has grown significantly. And I'm not sure. So we'll talk about your your production and how that may have uh, affected your ability to be at more places. But Mark, you know, I see it at festivals. Um, I believe you guys were at stepping out this year. Did you guys have we a this product? Year. Okay. Okay. You weren't there. Um, but uh, I do see you not, as I say, not only um, at events, but also through your marketing material. So, let's start with the marketing part. Who's who's handling kind of the outreach for you on 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 everything? Where 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 are you getting your name kind of out there?
3: We do everything. Okay. So, as a as a family it's a small family business.
0: Okay.
2: I do the work and they take the credit. Well, yeah, that'll so, uh, work. Uh, that's how it really is. <laughs> that'll work.
0: That'll work. That'll work. So why don't y'all go ahead and introduce yourselves, and then we'll talk a little bit
2: more about the winery.
3: Hey, I'm Debbie Ring, and I'm owner with my husband of JBR Vineyards.
2: And I'm Cameron Ring. I am the son who does all the work, <laughs> and <laughs> they get all the credit. The,
0: yeah. but so, it, and it's meaningful work, right? It no,
2: I love it. I'm glad it's... It's rare where um, you could put effort into something and and build it, and it's like there. You built literally, we built it from the ground up. Yeah. And now it's this beautiful vineyard in the rolling hills of uh, the Blue Ridge. Yeah. And it's just it's really cool to be able to in this age we were talking about earlier, fake like AI, fake friends. Yeah. This
0: is that's kind of where I was going to jump into, right? This is the ability to not just have the product delivered, but but you can actually go. And see the soil and the yeah. vines and the process. And the seasons. You were talking
2: about the seasons going. Yeah. You get a real – in farming, you get a real feel for the seasons. Correct. And you're out there in in nature and you, you, you experience things that you wouldn't in any other setting. Like, for example, in the summer, there were these two – hawks, mating hawks, and you could hear one call at one end of the vineyard, and you'd hear over the mountain the other one cry back, uh-huh. and you hear this sight, and then they would fly towards each other. It's things like that that you don't get anywhere else. So I love that.
1: So Cameron, um, I know you just through some interaction at Rotary and some of the stuff that we've done on the show. I'm curious, uh, you, so you came—you moved here— after your parents started the brewery or the uh, the vineyard, right? Yeah. And um, you, you, at the time, I think you were working or pursuing an acting career. Yeah. On the on the West Coast, is that right?
2: Uh, yes. So I've been to I was in New York, L.A., okay. Atlanta.
1: Okay. All, kind of Atlanta All surprises over. me, but yeah, New York and and L.A. I, it would strike me as big acting. Yeah.
0: Scenes. Atlanta is too. Yeah, Atlanta there's a lot is of really, film there. Lot, big. Jo- what is it? Georgia Productions or yeah, something like
2: that. Atlanta has more, I believe, has more productions Correct. done in Georgia than LA or oh, California. Oh, and oh.
3: They, yeah, they make nine billion a year for, state for the state. Yeah, film, so I did not know
2: like Tyler Perry Studios is there. That's the most famous that was one. Pre- but there are COVID, others. I don't know. Yeah, about
1: yeah. That. So, so have you personally gone through? I'm guessing that when you were in high school you weren't thinking about uh, working in a vineyard.
2: Or being a filmmaker. (laughs) I'm doing both. I have another film out, too.
1: So have you personally gone through a transition sort of uh, from uh, what you find are your priorities?
2: Absolutely. Yes. Um, Because I used to love being in the city, like New York. I Mm -hmm. loved it. And now it's... (laughs) A city life is almost repulsive Uh now. (laughs) Uh I I like waking up to... Um, birds singing and cows yeah cows mooing as opposed to horns honking and sirens yeah. which is what you woke up to in, in LA too and Atlanta what, so,
3: what,
1: what do you attribute that change to
2: that so i couldn't tell you what it was but it was definitely a process mm-hmm. cuz i i do i don't regret going like to new york and i don't regret it i love it but i would never go back so i think it's just about it's such a cliche, but I think it's about discovering yourself and what you want. And it's almost like people do go pick lives because what they're supposed to do uh-huh. as opposed to what really fulfills them. Uh-huh. So if you let go of, and,
1: ha- and you wouldn't have known what fulfilled you if you hadn't just no. sort of stopped by and said, oh, I'll work for the summer. And yeah,
2: <laughs> pretty much, yeah. 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 And then get in a situation where you're like, wow, I like it. And, yeah. and then you go back to the world of social media and clickbait. News articles and things like that. And you realize when you're out in in nature, it's so much more. I, I guess the word's not, I don't want to say peaceful because that's too simple, but you, you feel whole real? out there. How
0: about real? Right? Real, yeah, it's real a little, a or wholeness. Yeah. yeah,
2: that's uh-huh. exactly is what it is. Yeah.
0: And, and Debbie, you know, I find it, you know, Mark, I'll, I'll kind of pick this in there and throw it. But, you know, this understanding where your priorities and what you like and what you don't like and everything else. This is something that the vineyard has had to go through, too. Right. Right. Which is which grapes does the area like to grow and what wines will be better suited for the climate and then the, the, the people and then kind of tailoring those along the way is you don't just plan it and then you come up with something and it's like, well, it's done. And, and um, if, 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 if only it was that easy. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, I guess that's a hot pocket, right? Yes, it's like yeah, 90 exactly. seconds or whatever it is. Um, so you're, you're you're over here, not only through the creation of it, but then the constant tailoring of the product based off of first what the earth will give you. And then secondly, what you can turn into the product, and of course, the selection process of where to, you know this particular wine came from and everything else. I know that's the art component of that, but I am curious, do you come at the process of wine in Jesse at this point in time through what you really want to do is create blank um, or Is it um, now kind of a known between what the customers have liked and what you're able to produce and tailoring? So when I was talking about, you know, seeing you more at places, I'm just trying to figure out how have you been able as a business tailor along the way to be able to uh, be that now visible person that's not just at the farm?
3: Yeah, my husband spends a lot of time making excellent wine. That's his... um what he wants to do and he's grown grapes that aren't not typical in Virginia. So almost nobody grows Pinot Noir. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody processes the Riesling like we do. It's German style and right. people really like that. That's what's sold the most um, is our German style Riesling. And then we have a couple of other um, from the same wines but it's a little different types of things. And, Vintage cellar wanted dry Riesling, so mm-hmm. my husband made dry Riesling. This we year. have dry Riesling. <laughs> yeah. dry Riesling we'll
2: Riesling finally Riesling. have it this weekend at the Paw Paw Fest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And, and for those that don't understand Riesling, Riesling... It's a German you, wine. It, right, and, it, and its it's meant to be... Um more a uh, higher sugar content. It's meant to right? be
2: you would say sweet. My dad is mm-hmm. appalled at that word. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. But he would but yeah, it the, the traditional German style that we talk about is you ferment it and you stop the fermentation with a little bit of its own residual sugar. Yeah. That's how the Germans do it. You don't get that really anywhere in America except the finger mm-hmm. lakes, which are German immigrants, so they did it in their traditional style. Um in, in places like California, it's either fermented dry and sugar's added or they just serve dry Riesling, which yeah. is not uh, how the Germans would do it. But there is a big market for that, like vintage cellar. They love it there. So we did. We have both now. <laughs>
1: now, is it is it safe to say that a Riesling is more of a an after dinner aperitif kind of thing, or
3: oh, it can go you, with um, grilled chicken. Right, we drink it with dinner all the Fish. time. Fish. Fish. Yeah, yeah. Well, they
2: traditionally call it dessert wine, but yeah, you wouldn't, you and you would want it with like no, chicken. Nothing and fish.
3: spicy, for mm. sure.
2: Not really with steak either. No, <laughs> but you would do it. Yeah, light stuff. It's it's great.
1: The How pink, about cauliflower steak? <laughs> yeah, Maybe. <laughs> so that, hey, that's an inside joke. We, <laughs> Is that a shot at him? We were picking our meals yeah, for the I've chamber. Died, event, died. And, uh, yeah, it was and, one of the options. And one of the options was was cauliflower – it was roasted cauliflower and when and when Keith asked me what I wanted, I said roasted cauliflower, cauliflower, and steak. And, steak. <laughs> and, and I but said it's well, a, I'll take it, that. It's a vegan version. Yeah. I see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he be, okay. sold it
1: to me like a steak. <laughs> so he signed up. I'll take the fish. There, there you go. There you
0: <laughs> go. Yeah, but but that process of kind of understanding and the you know I Obviously, you're now saying there's the taste. The taste have driven one side. But to get to that part, there is a science and an art. It's it's kind of both. And, you know, it, it can't go unnoticed here that we have a son who started in the arts and we have a mm-hmm. father who started in the sciences, and that may very well go a long way. And I can tell you, Cameron, your ability to talk about the wine in the last – what five years? The difference between five years is remarkable. Yeah. So you're clearly doing, um, you're paying attention at least uh, <laughs> uh, along the way. But your hands are showing me that you are uh, actually active in um, in it too, because you can see it see it on your hands.
1: You so got, that you got farmer hands now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. He does. Yeah, he do. does.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll take a quick break, and when when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about it. How people can find you all, where they can find your product, and uh, things like that. Everybody stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge.